I got to my 16th birthday and decided that I was ready to come out on my 16th birthday. It's kind of funny because the mindset back then was, I'm going to I come out on my birthday because no one can hate you on your birthday. So everyone has to love me on my birthday. So I'll come out on my birthday. <laughs> That's so this is the Transparency Podcast Show from Long Beach, California, where we bring you life transformation stories, business, investment, personal development, entertainment, and more. Welcome back to Transparency Podcast Show. I'm your host, Shelby Chang. I'm sure you all heard of a life coach, personal um, development, or even self-education, especially during the last two years when we have COVID, lockdown, we tend to um, search through the um, social media or even YouTube to look for something to uh, improve ourselves. So um, today, our guest, she is a um, coach, but she's a coach for LGBTQ plus coaches. So um wanna find out where she got her calling and how she's gonna plan to impact the people in LGBTQ community and the people outside of our community as well. So welcome, Coach Ember. How are you doing Hello. today? Hi. Thank you for Thank joining you. us today. Um I'm very excited about this today's topic because I'm uh, uh, like I might, my, like I was just say, um, I'm all about mindset, and I discover mm-hmm. personal development. Read a lot of books, starting from uh, COVID lockdown. So, can you kind of tell us about your background? How how did you become uh, involved in the LGBTQ plus community? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. Super excited to be here as well. It's an honor. Um, yeah, I'm a LGBTQ mindset transformational mentor for LGBTQ coaches. I help them embody authentic sales so that they can, number one, grow their impact, and then number two, grow their income to support their long-term visions to make that a reality for this world. It's really important work to me and a little bit of my background. Do we want to start from the very beginning? Yes, of like, please. Like, cause like, my... like, I usually ask our guests, like, when did you discover your, like, difference, your identity difference, and all that, and how, how your family react, and, and where, you, mm-hmm. you know, where you've got from there to here? Yeah. Definitely. Uh-huh. I love this so much, because I'll, I'll share my journey with you, but I love this a lot, because it will allow the audience to really grasp the idea that we grow into our passions, and we grow into our purpose. We don't okay. just decide on something and it's going to be forever. But my journey to very at the very start is I realized that I was gay at a very young age and I hated myself for it. I felt very different than everyone else. I was in, like internally struggling a lot with my sexuality and wrapping my head around it. And I was doing some research online because I was like, what does gay even mean at the time? Mm-hmm. So I was trying to do my own research to understand more And the first thing I remember it so vividly, it was like the first thing that came up was just like, gay is bad. It's a sin, like just a disgrace, like just seeing all that negativity online impacted me even more to hate myself and feel like I was wrong. And I hid it for a few years, but it was really hard knowing that part of me and having to hide that part of me. So I got to my 16th birthday and decided that I was ready to come out on my 16th birthday. It's kind of funny because the mindset back then was, I'm going 
I come out on my birthday because no one can hate you on your birthday. So <laughs> everyone has to love me on my birthday. So I'll come out on my birthday. <laughs> That's so, <really> yeah. <laughs> so I decided to come out on my birthday. But what encouraged me to come out on my birthday was actually meeting other gay individuals on Tumblr mm-hmm. at the time. And they were around my age. So it made me feel like it was okay that other people were like this. And that it was normal because being gay is normal. It's normal to me. It might not be normal to someone else, but whatever normal is to you is perfect for you. So that encouraged me to come out of the closet when I was 16 years old. I'm very grateful for my family and the love that they've displayed for me growing up. And they've been nothing but unconditional, like compassion and support for me. However, it didn't change much for me internally. I was still struggling because I felt like no one could really understand who I was because they just weren't the same as me. So I had a lot of anxiety growing up and just, again, beat myself up. But from an outsider's perspective, you wouldn't really know this about me. I was really good at putting on front. I was involved in sports and all of those things. So you would never know it about me. And then um, during my 18th, I'm sorry, when yeah, my 18th year of life, I guess yeah. is what we'll call it. So my senior year of high school, uh, my best friend, really close friend committed suicide. And so at that point in my life, it was like double the shame, double the guilt, double the resentment, because number one, I hated myself to begin with. And then number two, I just lost a close friend to suicide. So it was like, I'm not a good friend. I wish I could have done better. Like, what could I have done? So all of that was going on. And through that, Then I just found myself in a really dark headspace and wanting to escape my gayness and really just be happy is really what I was looking for. So, you know, society models for us being in a heterosexual relationship and having a family and having a career was happiness. So I was looking at that and I was like, okay, I'm going to try it because (laughs) I've always been the person to try. Like if when I make a decision, it's like, okay, let's do it. If it's not the right one, that's okay. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. So when I decided to transition from female to male, it was solely from a place of self-hate. It was solely from a place of, I need to get out of this. It was very challenging. And along my journey for the typical trans individual, you know, they get closer Mm -hmm. to their truths and it's like they're unlayering their authentic self and it's beautiful. And I love all of them so much. But for me, it was just the complete opposite. I just found myself going darker and darker and darker. And so at those times, do you feel like giving up? Because I heard a lot of story. Like, like, like I have a friend that she's suicide as well. And and, mm-hmm. and and I mean, not not doesn't have to be at that extreme. But do you feel like oh, I, maybe this I'm not gonna go forward because it's gonna it's too hard? Do you ever feel that way? And how do you overcome it? Yeah, definitely. I felt that way multiple times throughout my journey. And eight months on hormone treatment, there was a point in the mirror and I was looking at myself and I was just like, I could commit suicide or I could commit to myself. And something in that moment was like the point of no return. I committed Mm -hmm. to myself and I said, I'm going to do everything in my power that I can do to cultivate inner peace, love myself unconditionally and build the life that I truly deserve. And that's what started this whole path. Yeah. Was that moment that I wanted to give up. Seems like, you know, we always have a negative, negative thoughts and maybe mm-hmm. uh, external or maybe just self-talk that make us thinking um, negative, negative, negative stuff or bad outcomes. 
So what what do you think? Why do you think mindset is so important? Like to 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 us, like like um, for example, maybe I'll uh, make a comment of something. For one person, he can think uh, very positive. For another person, same question, same scenario. He his outcome when his response can be negative. So what do you th- what do you think about um, thinking about mindset? This term yeah. mindset. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, being in those shoes back then, it was like I did have that mindset of like everyone is going to know about my inner struggles. Like I have to open the doors, and then I was worried that everyone was going to judge me and look at me differently, and just be seen as a person that can't figure themselves out. And it was really hard to be in that mindset. But you know, like with mindset, we have a, a choice of looking at you know the suffering, or we can look at that suffering as an opportunity to grow. So all. Of those negative thoughts and disempowering thoughts that were happening at the time, I asked myself, like, what do I want to make of this? Like, what does this mean to me in my life? Like, looking at the long term, mm-hmm. and it was like understanding who I am. Yeah. So switching from the mindset of being afraid of being judged, it was into the mindset: this is a journey for me to understand who I am and love myself for the first time, and went with that mindset instead of that mindset, and took action. Yeah. So do you? Um. You know, I heard from Tony Robbins said um. Life happens for you, not to you. So, do you mm-hmm. like like for myself? It makes sense because a lot of things happened to me in the past as well, and of course, I you know have dark side, like dark, dark time, um, depression, and all that. But um, now thinking back, it, you know, it's if 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 those those events didn't happen, happen or occur, I probably won't be sitting here today. You know, so um, so do you do you also believe like because um, like especially today's world is a lot of information coming from media, television, news, or even social media because people say social media can be harm to to younger. Uh, generation. So do you think like our mind is being programmed to think uh, dark or negative or weak? This episode is brought to you by KitCaster. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Um, from a social media and like meta and like news perspective, Absolutely. Like there's so many studies done on the psychology behind the news being promoted and what social media does to the younger generation. Mm -hmm. So absolutely do believe we are being programmed to be more in negativity, be more in scarcity, be more in fear, because you see more people living in fear than you see more than you see people living on purpose. And that's a concern that I have. Also, like when it comes to like us being programmed, it's also just human nature. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's no one's fault, but like these people who are like in charge and above us, like look what they're doing to humanity. Mm -hmm. They're growing all these infrastructures around us about more and more and more. And then humanity's not growing as a culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate. So I do believe we are being programmed, but I also do believe it's a part of human nature and it's our responsibility to program ourselves in a new way. Yeah. So that's why I brought up this question is, um, 
because it's kind of related to personal development and coach because like outside world you know, program us or try to make us think that way. And that's why we have to search mentor or like coach. So like, let's say if, if a person like LGBTQ community people um, come up to you, for, for example, myself, if I want to, let's say, become a coach someday, what, what kind of advice would you start like giving them like through your program? Through my pro through my program, it's we mm-hmm. gotta tap into first advice is like tapping into self. Like you gotta get through everything and anything underneath the surface. You gotta be one in your essence, harmony with everything that you're being. You gotta have soft skills, you gotta have hard skills, you gotta have the coaching skills, but you also gotta have the business skills. So the first part about like starting this journey is mm-hmm. self. Like you have to understand yourself and you have to be super solid in yourself and you have to know what you're creating, know your value and not be knocked down by anyone. So that's like the first part about the coaching journey is making sure that you're holding integrity behind everything that you do and being that leading example before you lead other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I stepped into this space is to give more LGBTQ coaches the opportunity to grow their business fast, stepping into their authentic power, but also holding very high morals, values, and respect with holding integrity behind their brand, because that is really important to me, and especially in this community. Okay. Yeah, so um, I also um, understand like a lot of coach or mentor, they kind of um, share their own stories to reflect mm-hmm. Um, to 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 share with other be vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. So, do you think that's part that's that part of the uh, training or course is important to to others? Uh huh, hundred percent. Yeah, I show all of the coaches that I work with like the utmost important of like compassion and empathy and how to hold that space for other people when they are going through those moments of darkness and when they are going through obstacles, because that is a part of the process that is a part of transformation. Mm -hmm. So it's important for a coach to be able to support someone in that way, being solid within themselves, sharing experiences, acknowledging the feelings, but also giving them the guidance in the right direction. We all have limited belief. Like sometimes we feel, oh, we're not enough or I can't do this, or uh, I don't speak English, I shouldn't do podcasts, <laughs> you know, something like that. So, so let's say, if, if per, let's say a person like um, um, a medical condition, for example, let's say, uh, I have a, I have a friend that he's like this, I have a heart attack. So I don't, I think I cannot do certain type of work or go to certain type of functions or activity. If somebody is so limited, believe themselves, um, what kind of advice or what kind of um, procedure they should do to overcome that? Mm -hmm. You just really need to, for everyone listening, is just like ask yourself, like, what do you really want and why do you want it? Because the only way to change, everyone has the ability to change and rewire their mindset and rewire your brain to work for you rather than against you. It's not some special thing that people have. So with that being said, everyone has the ability to, but all that it requires of you is to have the desire and have the want to do it. Without the desire and without the want, it's not going to happen. And we can't force people to have that want. and We can't force people to have that desire. So it really just takes, ask yourself like why you want it and what are you going to do for it? Because you can do anything you set your mind to. It's just a, what are you willing to do to make it happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so to do like take action because I'm, uh, as you know, as we know, we heard a lot. People say, "I wish, I hope," but mm-hmm. but that means I'm just thinking, you know, not doing. 
not by doing anything. So, mm-hmm. um, so by doing something like um, to imp- let's say personal development, like I myself, I read, read books. So, do you think um, what kind of impact will people receive for themselves? Let's say journaling or or reading or maybe watch YouTube or you know find coach. That that those are the action they can take, right? Yeah, definitely. Like meditation, journaling, all of those things and reading and looking at articles online, following coaches on social media, all of that stuff really is so important in the beginning of the journey. There's like so many phases to self-development, but in the beginning of the journey, those are so important because really all that does for you is allows you to understand more of the space, allow you to understand more of your feelings, your thoughts, and really just kind of grasp that material Mm-hmm. with trying to apply it to yourself to understand yourself and like what you want for your life. But you get so far in that journey because with all of that, you're learning all of these things, but really what those things are doing, yes, you are learning about yourself and you are making progress, but you get to a point where you kind of are like, well, what's next? Like, how do I keep growing? Because all of those things that you've been doing were really just distractions for from you that you could have been spending time on like an internal transformation because you created an awareness of things, mm-hmm. but with the awareness and no action, there is no integration into a new way of being. And that's like, so all of those things are important in the beginning to really understand. And then that second phase is like, okay, now it's time to invest into myself with a coach and your whole life will change. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that cause I'm a coach. I say it cause <laughs> yes. I've had the experience before. It's freaking incredible. Yeah. So um, another thing I, I I we often heard is um, people say I don't have time for this, I, or or is that, I'll do that. Like I'll take this action right after. Let's say after I have complete certain things. You know, when I done X, I'll do Y. You you heard of that all the time too. So so oh, yeah. so so you think um, time blocking, time management is also one of the important core of. Um, improve improvement self-improvement uh yes i do and i i do believe that structure and planning and all of that stuff is really important in the beginning of your journey to get into the habit and understand what you're doing kind of test it out what works for you what maybe you don't like so much you know kind of trial and error like with that planning having that strategy in place but after you do that for so long and it becomes your new habitual way of being and you don't really have to think much about those things then you get to a point where you don't really need those strategies and you just know yourself so well that you know how to operate throughout the day, if that makes sense. So like in mm-hmm. the beginning, it was all structured, but right. then you go from the structure and like really tapping more into your authentic power, which when I say authentic power, I just mean your spirit. And when you tap more into your spirit of just expressing yourself in the world the way that you want to, then those strategies and habits you once needed to plan for, they just become a part of your daily routine. So sometimes I wake up and I'm like straight to work. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, let's do some habits, but I'm always sure to implement development and spiritual habits on a daily basis. But in the beginning, yes, we got to plan and have the strategy because you got to build the habit. We're not used to it because all those those people that say, oh, I don't have time. You actually do have time. You just got to plan it out in the beginning to prove to yourself you have time. Yeah. Cause um I I was like I was like like same same as everyone else I don't have time for this I don't know when will I have time for this and then like I said like what you just said you know change your habit you know you kind of set a time block oh this uh, five to let's say six to seven I'll do this and then and then at first it's hard especially 
I force myself to wake up like five thirty to go to the gym. That that's really hard at first. So um, okay, yeah. So um, so next question I want to ask is more about your branding. So um, when did you start you know, this 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 uh, coaching business, and uh, what do you see in the future? Like, do you have? I know you want to impact people and help uh, LGBTQ people, and then help other people outside of the community. Um, so, mm-hmm. what what's your goals? Like, what can you see in the future with your your brand? Yeah, definitely. I started this brand back in March 2021, and I became a place of service for my community. And from my journey last year and venturing off and exposing myself more to the coaching space and all that stuff, I had some rocky moments. Learned a lot of things. You know, kind of saw the loopholes in the coaching space. Really, it was difficult on the journey to get to where I am today because I was working with the top coaches in the world. However, you know, they weren't LGBTQ, so they don't really understand like what it's like to serve this specific community. So it was up to me to figure it out by myself. So through that journey, and it was so amazing because like I was really impacting people's lives on a deep level and realizing like how much transformation I could really bring into people's lives and really throughout that whole last year, I was showing LGBTQ individuals how to become the leaders in their life. So Mm -hmm. I go like more, like when people think about mindset, I go like really deep into mindset with my clients. Like we are removing all destructive feelings, human conditioning, limiting beliefs, everything and creating an entirely new way of being. So seeing that happen over and over again last year, exposing myself more to the space, it allowed me to want to become a bigger and better leader for this community because I saw so much like spiritual bypassing in the coaching space and like coaching manipulation. And I just really wasn't aware of it till then. So I was like, I'm going to do something about this and decided to step up into coaching LGBTQ coaches to show them how to embody their authentic power, teach them the awareness and knowledge of human transformation and transformational leadership in the 21st century, as well as growing their brand in the most effective, fastest way possible. So um, where I see this going now, it's beautiful because this transition has just kind of happened so gracefully and naturally stepping in with coaches and already seeing incredible results from for them and their businesses. So where I see this going later, later down the road is I'm going to really help build these coaches that can make a great impact in other LGBTQ lives so that we can be in this together. That's really important to me. And then, you know, a few years from now, I see myself going out into bigger organizations and teaching about transformational leadership and what that looks like and showing them how, showing those organizations, like how to truly model human rights and how to have that impact everywhere you go. Okay. That sounds wonderful. So where can people find you and your brand? Yeah. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at underscore innovative minds. It's with a Z at the end. And then you can also find me on my podcast, which is also innovative minds with a Z at the end. And those are the two best places to find me right now. We're growing our platform and different medias, but just those are the two best ones to find me right now for sure. Okay. So if I want to sign up, I contact you through, um, Instagram? Yeah, contact okay. me through Instagram and then we'll chat. The best way to talk about everything because there's just so much is always just a phone call. I'm such a person to person kind of person. Person to person kind of person. Yeah. 
Okay, so so last question. Um, I also ask our guests is like, um, because we have different audience, um, like from podcasts and YouTube channels. So, what kind of advice or suggestion that you can give for our audience? And you know, I know we're not therapists or any sort of a psychology person, but through <laughs> your experience, own experience, um, what kind of advice can you give to people who might thinking about transitioning or become a coach? You know, like myself, yeah. per se. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, best advice that I can say is like the best thing that you could ever do is just start. If you want something, just start it and you just, you, you're on for the ride. You take the leap. Once you take that leap, just enjoy the journey. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be left and right. It's going to pull you in all kinds of directions. But if it's what you truly want, it is the best feeling in the entire world. And when you reach that point with yourself, you can show others what it's like and inspire them to live this way as well. So if you want to do something, if you have a dream, if you have a goal, you can quite literally do anything you set your mind to. So the best thing you can do is start and just start. Yeah, exactly. Every time that I, every time in my journey of life, it's like I was never ready to start. Yeah. But the fact that you start and you learn and you grow makes you want to continue on because you start to see the results as you go. So yeah. I always say, like, start before you're ready, because later down the journey, you're going to be ready. But you won't be ready before you start. Yeah, that's. I got goosebumps just listening to you on that one. Uh, thank you oh, for thank coming you. to the show. And yeah, mm-hmm. we need to have you come back again. We maybe pick another different topic that we can go Definitely. over because I really love this topic. Yeah. So Me thank too. you for, for joining us. And um, we will have all your links and, and under our show notes to contact you. Okay. Beautiful. That all sounds right, great. Thank you. thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again.